0: Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From research by potomac and the conquer risk podcast this is who charted
1: okay welcome back everybody to the first episode of who charted for 2023 this is dan russo director of research here at potomac with me as always is drew wells uh so two weeks into the new year some uh, exciting developments Uh, early on here if you are bullish or mildly bullish on the market. But you know the drill, Drew, six charts, six minutes. What do you have?
2: All right. So this is uh, something that's often imitated but never duplicated. This is a chart that we see, I think, uh, popping up on uh, the Twitter sphere a lot and some other research providers, uh, the chart of... uh, S&P 500 uh, bond prices and rolling uh, correlations over multiple time frames. Uh, This is something that we uh, really started to hit on back in uh, late uh, 2021, early 2022. So we've been talking about this for a while. Potential uh, regime shift between the relationship between equities and fixed income. This is arguably Probably one of the most important developments that uh, is occurring in the market right now. And I think a lot of people want to point to the correlation metric being positive, and that's definitely something to pay attention to. But rather, if we're in an environment much like we were in the late 90s, and I'm stealing this from Dan once again. I stole it actually previous on our monthly call and our research product, so credit to him. But uh, I think the persistence really of this relationship is what you
1: want to pay attention to. All right. We said that there were some interesting developments to kick off 2023, and this is one of them. This is an NYSE 10-day breath thrust. Some of you will know it as uh, breakaway breath or breakaway momentum, made famous by Walt Deemer. So credit where credit is due. Essentially what this is, is um, you take the 10-day advancers, accumulate them, 10-day decliners, accumulate those, and then take a ratio. And when that ratio goes above two. Uh, that's considered a thrust um, and potentially the start of a new bull market. Now, it's not something that has that happens often. Um, maybe about two dozen uh, since World War II. So when they do happen, people sit up and take notice. And one of them did happen late last week. What's interesting to me is that as people were talking about it, there was actually a ton of pushback. A lot of people saying, "Well, you know, did they ever happen when the Fed was raising rates, etc." So. Kind of being dismissed here a little bit, which makes it intriguing to me, you know, in conjunction with some other evidence that we're seeing an interesting start for the bulls in 2023.
2: All right. We talked about the relationship between equities and fixed income. Obviously, trading together uh, has been on the rolling three-month correlation. So I think a lot of investors, as that relationship persists, are going to be pushed outside of traditional asset classes, right? Sort of lazy portfolio construction that people have gotten away with. Uh, for so long is probably might not be the best idea going into this year. So we've been actually doing some work on um, several liquid alternatives on our research product. So definitely check that out on our Monday note. Um, This is uh, equities relative to multi-strategy alternatives. So kind of a broad based uh, proxy, if you will, been in a downtrend really all in 2022 and testing a 200 day moving average from below, you know, on a series of lower highs right there, Um, you know, with momentum unable to break through that 60 range, just kind of stalled some of those prior rallies. So, It's interesting to see some people you know kind of initially picking up on um, alternatives if you have to maintain an allocation to uh you know asset classes in the market at all times uh, that
1: relationship between equities and fixed income is definitely going to push you outside the normal boxes all right sticking with the uh the relative chart theme you know if the breast thrust is a reason to get excited about stocks um well the lazy thing to do is to kind of just buy a broad basket of stocks you could do that right cheap index exposure it doesn't take much skill to do that Um, If you're willing to put in a little bit more work and you're trying to generate some alpha and outperform the indexes, you want to pay attention to what's leading, what's lagging. Um, Unfortunately, for large swaths of the market still, because it's still a huge weight, uh, growth continues to underperform value. Take a look at this growth to value chart. This is for large caps Uh, trading at cycle lows confirmed by momentum, the RSI becoming oversold, going below 30 uh, below 50-day moving average, below 200-day moving average. It is hard for me to make the case for growth over value until this ratio begins to reverse higher. Now, we could come into some support in the 2018-2019 consolidation zone, but not there yet. So if you like the breath thrust and then you want to think about where to be, value over growth.
2: A lot of doom and gloom in the housing market, particularly some of the big metro areas where you're seeing a pretty high velocity and reduction in asking prices and a lot of... Um, Sort of analogs back to the Great Financial Crisis in 2008. Take a look at home construction stocks here, breaking out of a really long-term resistance level at that 65 zone, above a rising 50-day moving average. One of the things that I want to highlight here in this chart, particularly as it relates to the price structure, is that higher low put in place in the quarter four, really of last year, and we're starting to see that pop up with a lot of breakouts and and um, you know new highs and things like that that we're seeing on our scans. We're seeing a lot of those higher lows. Uh, you know, in quarter four, prices starting to drive higher. So it's kind of interesting to see that that data flies in the face of, uh, you know, a lot of the doom and gloom that you've seen out there in the financial media. And take a look at relative to the S&P 500, again, breaking out a long-term relative resistance to the upside, above a rising 50-day moving average on a series of higher lows. And so, you know, the market and the fundamentals are clearly disagreeing here.
1: All right, let's talk about a different asset class. Let's talk about bonds, in particular, corporate bonds uh this one's interesting because it's a big part of our work that we do here this is the uh corporate bond ETF LQD this is a weekly chart closing prices only uh with bands set around a weekly moving average uh so generally speaking you know if you get above the upper band that's a a bullish signal and if you cut below the lower band that's a bearish signal you can see the bearish signal came into play in the first quarter of 2022, right? So while we were kind of table-pounding bears across the fixed-income landscape for most of last year, you know there was a legitimate reason for it. There was a breakdown on this tested signal. What's interesting to me is now, for the first time since that breakdown, we have an upside move above the upper band here. So something to keep an eye on, right? We don't want to remain dogmatic in our views. We don't want to stay married to narratives. We were table-pounding bears last year on fixed income. Uh, But we're not going to stay that way if facts change. It looks to me like the facts are changing here a little bit, at least in the corporate space. So those are my three this week. And um, I want to thank everybody for for tuning in the first episode of the new year. Drew, take us home.
2: Thank you all for spending some time with us. Uh, We certainly appreciate your viewership. If you like this kind of content, you can like, subscribe uh, on the
0: channel, and we will see you in the next video.
1: See you soon. Thanks, everyone. This
0: podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.